Welcome to La Bruja Collective with your hosts, Maybelline and Yorley, where we talk all things Latin women and period Join us on this candid journey as we navigate the ins and outs of shame behind the taboo. Hola, brujitas. It's your girl, Maybelline. I'm so happy to be here with you guys again. I'm here with Yorli. What's up, girls? <laughs> Crows? What did you say? <laughs> oh, I'm trying to say. Crows. I'm trying to mix brujas and girls and it came out like crows. <laughs> What's up, your gross-ass motherfuckers? <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. I thought you said crows. I'm like, bitch, Halloween is over. What are you talking over. About? <laughs> it's over. Oh my god. Hola brujitas, it's your girl Maybelline. I'm so happy to be back here with you guys today and with my co-host Yorli. How are you doing, Yorli? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm I had a pretty nice day today. Very productive, so I'm feeling good about that. Is it just me or does it feel like the waters have kind of cooled down? Oh, no, I was crying all night yesterday. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's a, a biased uh, review right there. Yeah. Ask somebody See, normal. Ask a man, maybe. We thought it was fitting since we started podcasting again and got the ball running to do an episode on getting back on track. Our tips and tricks that we use to help us, you know, get back on track to achieving our goals So I don't know about you guys, but whenever I am in a rut and I'm trying to pull myself out of it and kind of get back on the get the ball rolling with things and get back on track, um, it can be a little difficult for me. I just kind of don't know where to start usually. So we've come up with a few tangible tips and tricks that you guys can utilize whenever you're in this type of situation. So for step one, we would recommend you guys doing a brain dump. And for those of you who are not familiar with what a brain dump is, it's literally in in the name itself. You're, you're just journaling, just getting everything out that's been ruminating and moving all over the place in your mind and out on paper so that you feel like you're getting rid of that mental clutter. Yeah, that's something I learned in therapy, actually. My therapist recommended that. And she always said, like, designate like a time frame like okay these next 30 minutes i'm gonna just brain dump like write down everything that's worrying you that's stressing you out things that you need to get done and just like you said to just have all of that somewhere to go and then you can visibly see it and organize it by priority and stuff like that after your brain dump is complete you can move on to doing a self-audit So this is where you're kind of accessing where you are at the present moment and you're rating the different areas of your life. Like, for example, friendships, relationships, health, work, finances, spirituality, etc. And you're kind of checking in with yourself and your progress of where you are. Um, You can either make like a graph or a circle, a pie chart, anything, whatever resonates with you and kind of create a system, maybe a, a scale one to five, one to ten, whatever, and just placing where you are in the very non-judgmental way like remember to have compassion and grace with yourself because you're trying to get back on track you don't need anything to 
add any further shame or overwhelm to your system when you're trying to be good to yourself. Yeah, I think it depends on the person, but I personally like to look, I always start, try to start it off at the beginning of the year and then I look at it like every three months just to really like get a grasp of like, okay, I'm lacking here. What am I not happy with? What can I improve? Because it's very hard to balance things out. Like if you're really working on your relationships or your health, you might not be working that much on your creativity or like vice versa. So it's, it's, it's hard. It's not easy to have a mark. It's not easy to have them all check mark. There you go. After you complete your self audit, you can move on to step three and you're going to want to look at all of the areas in which you feel you're slacking in. Um, so yeah. you want to ask yourself and you have to be honest. You have to be self-aware, obviously, um, and hold yourself accountable. Just ask yourself, why do you think you're not doing so well in this area? Um, what are ways that you can possibly improve or what needs to be changed? If there's any boundaries that need to be made and just be honest and real with yourself in this case with every, um, lifestyle area in which you may have a low score in. After, you know, you go through the things that are not working for you. It's like, okay, how can I improve this? How can I make this better? And usually to be able to identify what you're slacking in or how can you improve, you have to look at your habits. Like, how are you spending most of your day? What are you doing? Especially with like, I feel like time management is a big one too, because we can really easily just scroll through social media for like two hours or youtube yeah and not even like be aware of it i mean i feel like you are but then it's just like well i'm entertained so i don't really it's i think it's like an autopilot subconscious um activity that you do that you kind of just zone out you know comforting um sometimes it can feel good so you're just like yeah let me just zone out real quick and when you come out of that state you're like oh yeah i had a productive day but when you actually look at it you're like oh wait i watched eight hours of fucking youtube and seven hours of fucking netflix it's funny that you say that because i think that has to do with the fact that your brain was so stimulated watching these videos that you think you had a productive day because your brain was just like going and going but in reality like out of all that time you watched or use your brain, how much of that did you actually invest in yourself or in your goals? You know, I, that's something I fall guilty to sometimes. I always watch YouTube trying to research more and more and more. And then it's like, okay, when the fuck am I going to stop researching and actually do the action? You know? Yeah, same. I'll do that with YouTube or even like Netflix. Like if I don't want to be fully invested, like where I have to sit down and watch, then I'll put on like, Gilmore Girls, something I can have on the background and I'm just like zoned out and that's playing blah 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 and I I think that I'm resting, like I'll tell myself that I'm resting but I'm actually not you know, and there are forms of passive rest and then active rest and sometimes it's good to zone out and you know, binge on something that makes you feel good and just relax and just let it go, but if it's a consistent habit that you have and it's taking up 
priority over things that actually fill you up, then that's where you might want to address that issue. Back to, you know, social media, something that happens to me a lot is like I try to go to social media sometimes to post something or reply to a comment or, you know, just like interact with somebody else. And then something pops up and it's like, oh, look at this. And then you're there, right? Looking at whatever it is. And then another video, then another video. It's hard because like you have to create so much self-awareness to that and choose what you're consuming your time in. I sometimes ask myself, like, why am I doing it? Like I catch myself sometimes watching too much YouTube. And like you said, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with just having a day to just binge a show if you want to. But it's a form of procrastination as well due to the self-sabotage. Like I, I'm tricking myself into believing like, oh, by watching these videos that are informing me on how to get this done, I am taking steps to actually get it done. But in reality, like I am still in that loop of the, oh, I'm going to get this done, but I don't get it done. I'm going to get this done, but I don't get it done. So by watching this, I'm feeling, I'm making myself feel better for not getting it done because I'm quote unquote doing something about it. Yeah, I think we tend to scroll on social media apps and binge watch on television and videos and stuff as a way also to like numb ourselves. You know, it's like a coping mechanism. Like I had a hard ass day. Now I don't want to fucking do anything. And then the next day I'm going to go back to to work and I don't feel rested at all. And I'm like, why not? Because I do shit for myself. Aside from your habits to look into your environment. That is huge. Yeah. In my experience, the people that I surrounded myself with impacted a lot how I was doing in my life. For example, I knew I couldn't heal at home. Like I would always come back home to from school for vacation. I don't know. It was weird. Like it always felt like I was taking a step back because you can't, I've read this quote somewhere on Instagram. You can't heal in the place that got you sick something like that Mm -hmm. and and it's the truth because it's like how how am I going to get better if I'm being constantly triggered by the people that are surrounding me or if the people that are surrounding me are not in the same frequency as I'm trying to be how am I going to get better if I keep on surrounding myself around those kinds of environments and I want to add on to that like I I see where that quote is coming from. Like, I think it has its truth, but I don't think it's like a one size fits all approach Um, because there are people and circumstances that we can't leave. But that doesn't mean that you're trapped. It doesn't mean that you're a victim. It doesn't mean that there's nothing you can do. It's going to be, I think, harder for sure. Like you really have to prioritize yourself, your well-being, um, be very intentional with the time that you're actually in that environment. like if you can go to na- outside in nature somewhere or go to a friend's house or spend time at the library and study instead of being at home where it might be chaotic or anything like that, like little things like that can definitely help you out. Um, and I, it's also like a big test to your codependency. Like, are you going to really allow everybody else's shit to drag you down and for you to put all your focus on that versus yourself? Like, it's just going to be a constant battle for you not battle but constant test for you to come back home over and over and over and focus on yourself and for sure people thrive you know um in situations like that and and are able to come out of it but it ain't easy that's for sure 
sometimes you cannot get out for X, Y, and Z. Like, you know, there's also people who go through abuse who can't get out and they need, they literally need to like have an exit plan on how I'm going to leave the situation without it being a danger to me. But it's just like, that's the key word, right? Like for, and I'm talking in like, in the predicament of abuse, like you're building your exit plan. So it's like, yes, it's a, I think it's a balance. How much of me is being codependent to what these people are doing, but also it's like, how much of this is also feeding my toxic habits? At the end of the day, you just have to make sure you hold yourself accountable. Yeah. Because when you're like bathing in dirty water, you know, you're around people that are doing things that you used to do that once were comforting or numbing or coping for you and no longer resonate. Like, are you going to settle and are you going to people please and go back to those habits just so that you'll have people around you just so you don't feel alone in whatever situation or environment that you're in? Because the road to healing ain't easy and it can be very fucking lonely. I'll tell you that. And it's not linear either. It's like there's no step A, B, C, D. Now it's like A and then F and then G and then Z. <laughs> it's like yeah, all some, over the place. Some numbers in there. Exclamation mark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Another tip that we have is to regain your confidence. This in itself is like a whole other podcast episode that we'll be doing. But in order for you to really have that drive, determination, discipline to get back on track to achieving your goals, you have to be confident that you you can get them done. You have to believe in yourself that this is going to happen to me, because if there's any doubt in your mind, like core doubt that you generally believe that you can't do it, that enough is worth all the sabotage. Like, oh, I'm not going to do any of this because I generally in my core don't believe that I can do this. So regaining your confidence or getting your confidence, if you've never felt like you've really had confidence within yourself, one of the most important, if not the most important (laughs) out of everything that we've mentioned so far. And every time that you take these baby steps in the direction of your goals and whatever it is that you're trying to improve in your life, you're going to learn to trust yourself a little bit more and just a little bit more, a little bit more. And you're adding a marble to a jar and over time that's going to get full and that's going to help with your confidence. Cause you're like, Oh yeah, I can do fucking do this. I got this in the back. Like I'm able to do this. I am capable. You know, I'm not a fucking dummy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> what was I going to say? I'm like, not I'm incompetent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not incompetent. yeah exactly yeah and it's just like it all intertwines like if you work on the little things step by step you you gain self-trust which leads to confidence like they're just all go together and speaking of that another thing that you can do and this is if you have the privilege of having people in your life that love you and support you and actually want you to do well um like find yourself a yorly over here but having an accountability partner so somebody who is going to tell you about yourself in a loving, compassionate, graceful way, you know, and it's going to hold you accountable to whatever it is that you said you're going to do. And not in a way that is like nagging or anything like that, but just can put the fire under your ass during those times when you are feeling like a victim or you are feeling self-sabotage and like you're procrastinating and you just forgot what you were supposed to be doing. That's why community, in a way, it's important. And to find people, I guess, yeah, this goes back to what I was saying about the environment. To find people that are looking 
to grow in the areas you're looking to grow because it's like, hey, you're trying to do this. I'm trying to do this. Cool. Like, let's do this together. Let's keep each other accountable. Sometimes, you know, I, I feel like that's what's worked for me, even like in this podcast. Like, I feel like having somebody else to do it with. If I'm slacking, then you're like, OK, what are we going to do? If you're slacking, I'm like, OK, you know, what's, what's going to happen? So it's just like and I don't know. I don't know how to say it. I'm how what I'm trying to say, but it's like it's not codependency because there's a difference. Well, it's interdependence because you guys are working symbiotically, you know, synergistically. Yeah, yeah. So when it comes to you know anything, if you're trying to create a project, if you're trying to take a new class, go to dance classes. I don't know. Like you know, if you, I think if you find somebody that is in the same wave, in the same level that you're in. It's easier because you don't feel alone. Something else I would like to add is to release expectations of the outcome of your work. You feel, well, I'm talking for myself. I feel that if I don't, if I put it out there and it doesn't have the outcome that I want, it's not worth anything. That's come with growth for me, with age, with practice, with love, with self-compassion. In a way, it's kind of putting your worth in how people perceive your work. Yeah, I agree with that. We tend to have high or sometimes unrealistic expectations of what we want, like the bigger picture of what we're putting out there, what we're, our goal is. And we're not, we're completely closed off to anything else that actually might be for us. I feel like when you have, you're so rigid and tight and closed off to anything else, it's coming from a place of fear. It's coming from a place of needing control because you're scared of the unknown and you're literally just like telling the universe nope I don't want it I don't want it it has to look like this as bratty as that sounds that's basically the outcome you're gonna get you ain't gonna get shit because you're not open to what is actually meant to happen for you that's facts that's some real shit yeah so for I wanted to ask you actually like how because you're very creative you write and like you have your your book and your retreats and everything like how you know like how do you put your heart and soul out there in such like a a gentle loving way that's news to me i (laughs) i always thought i was a lot more like pushy when it came to things like that i don't know well it's nice to hear that thank you for one because creativity is definitely hard for me sometimes and it's it's a muscle you have to use it often and you have to practice Otherwise, you ain't like nothing's going to come out. And like I said, releasing expectations and just doing what feels good. I I guess for every phase that I've been in, I just throw myself into whatever work it is that inspires me or that interests me at that time. And then I just like the more I learn about it and it feels good and I'm putting my own like energy and spin on everything. It's kind of like, oh, maybe I can use it in this way. Maybe I can do this with that. Maybe I can do blah, 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 blah. I guess it, it, it would be tied to our last point, which is like coming back to your why. And it's just like at the end of the day, I just want to help people. You know, I want to lift everybody up. I want to put my work out there. I want to inspire others and help others to heal and find their own healing and their own powers and all of that and whatever fucking way that I can. I'm a spiritual person. So at the end of the day, it's like, I'm just a channel, you know, for spirit. Use me, work through me, and I'll I'll do the work and put it out there for you. Beautiful. Yeah, there's actually a book that I, w- I would recommend for anybody who's like in the creative industry field, whatever, or, or wants to get into it. And I might have recommended it to you, Yorley, I'm not sure. And um. But this is also like a great book to do like a mastermind with people. 
like a group um, and it's called the artist way and so it's like a very spiritual approach and very real also like it makes you look at yourself and some of your subconscious beliefs and possible traumas that you experience what you learned and was and what you were told growing up about art and anything in relation to that and uh, it's very powerful it's really good I, I like it a lot so that's like a great place to start for anyone who's trying to move forward with their artistic gifts thank you for mentioning that you did tell me about that book I heard that you got to go really slow with it though it's a lot of work it's like a it not only is like is it a book but it's kind of like a workbook like yeah. you have to do work with it like there's a bunch of like journal questions and like there's this thing where you take yourself on an artist date every single week so there's actual things that you have to do there's like tangible um activities and homework on there Ooh, i'm about to get myself that book Shoot, what's good? We about to start a mastermind. Who trying to do? Hey, if any of y'all brujas out there down for a mastermind, let us know. What's Gucci? Okay, brujitas. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. And we hope that all the tips and tricks that we shared today help you in any way. And if you have any you would like to share, remember you can always reach us at La Bruja Collective on Instagram. I hope you all have a beautiful, great week. Bye. sitting in with us on La Bruja Collective. You can find us on Instagram at katywellnessco and at mylitby. If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, subscribe, and leave us a review. See y'all later. Bye! Bye.